All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Man, every time I hear this too now, I just think about college football. Right? You're Clemson, everybody's going bananas. Oh, is it Clemson? I'm pretty sure it's Clemson, isn't it, Connor? Right, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, yeah. Virginia Tech, sorry. Yeah, yeah, there we go. What's Clemson's song? Declan probably knows. No, that's Declan. He probably knows. I'm partial towards uh, Wisconsin. Jump around at the end of the third quarter. Oh, that's pretty good, too. That's a good one, too. I like it. Like it a lot. Uh, just like I like this text. We're going to read this text uh, and then we're going to get... Actually, first, we'll get to the uh, uh, footy report brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling Home. The no payments, no interest for one year on your furnace. And remember, if you have a furnace issue right now, there's no overtime charges at Legacy Heating. Right? Uh, they know when it's cold, they got to help you. No overtime charges. That's how you build a legacy at LegacyHeating.ca. Jason Greger alongside Terry Ryan as uh, Andy Petrillo uh, joins us. We had a question, Andy, to our listeners, uh, more so to our lady listeners, although to the guys too. But uh, Allison uh, texts in and we were talking about guys wearing a jersey. Because Terry thinks if you're a guy wearing a hockey jersey, you go up to a girl in a bar, she's probably not going to like it. So Allie said, <laughs> if I'm a guy wearing a jersey, came up to me in a bar, I would pass. Unless he was there with... Other dudes wearing jerseys for a group thing. It's kind of like those guys who wear basketball jerseys to the gym to work out in. <laughs> so I, I, now, Andy, I know you're married. So this is a let's pretend this is like, a, you know, we, we rewind a bit to young Andy Petrillo. You know, you're out on Young Street and, you know, Bob uh, comes up and he's wearing a hockey jersey of choice. Is, is that is that an instant no go? You know, I it kind of is for me. I okay. don't know what it is. Terry, I feel like you're right on this one. And by the way, the basketball jersey with no 
shirt underneath yeah. either. Hard pass. <laughs> hard, <laughs> hard pass on that one. Even if you're at the gym, I don't care if you've got muscles for days. It's just awkward for everybody. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because, like, I've, I've been going to hockey games my whole life, whether I've been young, working junior B games, and up to the NHL level. And I hate to say this, but oftentimes when there's groups of dudes with their jerseys on, it usually means they're drinking a lot of beer and they're kind of maybe not necessarily in their right mind. They're wobbling a little left, wobbling a little right. I don't want anything to do with that. I want nothing to do with that. So, and then especially if they come up and approach you, I'm like, nah, man, no. Like, I can't. At that moment, I just, I absolutely cannot. I just can't do it. Right. I agree with you, Terry. All right. My instincts were correct. Okay. Yeah. There's um, an image. It's an image thing. Right? Oh, That's what it is, right? So, yeah, I like it. Now, I do want to <laughs> ask you, um, what did you make of John Herdman? So, John Herdman spoke today and uh, kind of threw the previous regime uh, under the bus, uh, you know, crapped all over his boss, Bill Manning, and Bill Manning and everything he made. Uh, now, maybe he yeah. talked to Manning about this privately anyway, but uh, it was it was an interesting opening from Herdman. Yeah, so training camp in Major League Soccer started this week. And, um, you know, John Herman's never one to shy away from the microphone. And I, he just once again brought up, and here's the thing, like he's not wrong, right? When Michael Bradley's been a part of Toronto FC for many years, helped them win the championship in 2017. And when his dad, Bob, was announced as the head coach, everyone kind of went, you know, oh, like they raised an eyebrow, right? Like that's his father-son dynamic. Um, how would other players feel in the room? I know we've even talked about this, even at the hockey level when there's been like, some sort of, wasn't there like somebody out in Edmonton, I believe, where he's like, I got to ask my kid if it's okay for me to coach. Wasn't there like an assistant coach, I think, where there was an incident there, right? And everyone always kind, I think it was, or maybe it was Winnipeg. It was one of those teams and out, out, uh, out West. And I know he's not wrong. And it did create some problems in the room. A lot yeah. of players on TFC felt like they couldn't say certain things around Michael because they thought he would report it to his dad. Like we know all this, yeah. but the problem, it's like, that was a Bill Manning move. So now here you are, John Herdman. This is your first preseason with TFC. And that's what you're doing is like you're looking back. And by the way, you're crapping all over a move to your point that Bill Manning, who's still your boss, <laughs> he was the one who made this move. And it actually brings me back, guys. Like Brian Burke, he was always to me somebody when he was doing a press conference and he was either introduced at that point as the new GM or something. It floored me that he would start off his press conference by thanking the previous regime. And he always said, he goes, it's easy to sit here as the new guy and like pump out your chest and act like you're going to come and be the savior. He goes, but remember that previous coach and that previous GM, they had a press conference at one point too, introducing them as like these new saviors. He's like, so you never kind of want to crap on what came before you. You just want to look ahead. And I always remember Brian Burke being the one who did that. So I just, at least for me, I didn't like that look by Herdman. It's like, let the past be the past because you got bigger fish to fry. Like it's done. Bob obviously is gone. You're his replacement. And Michael is gone, right? He retired. He's now in the coaching world. He's out in Europe. Like why even bother bringing that back up? It just, I, I don't, I don't like it, and I just don't think there's a need to look at the past. But then again, we're talking about John Herdman, who sometimes says things that he may regret. I mean, if we all remember at the World Cup, he was the one who said F Croatia, and that came back to bite him. <laughs> like, he just sometimes says things, and it's like, don't do that. It can come back to bite you. I didn't like it. 
So speaking of, uh, let, give me your uh, thoughts then. Uh, well, I, I think we've talked a lot about Toronto FC and, and how they're going to be. Uh, yeah. what, what about Montreal? How do, how do you see the impact? How do they shape up yeah. this year? Yeah, so Toronto, even Herdman's acknowledged it. He's like, oh, I have some salary cap realities. Yeah, you got your two Italians that you can't move. So that's pretty much Toronto's problem there. Uh, when it comes to Montreal, I really don't know. This is a team that has a brand new coach, uh, Laurent Coutois. They, they confirmed he's the new coach, and he comes on over from MLS Next, which is kind of like their minors. So I like the fact that they're giving this coach a try, but like, what can he bring? Uh, I, I really don't know. This is a team as well that has a combination of like really older guys, like a Sam Piet, and then really young guys, nice. you know, as well, still in your Bryce Duke and your Matthew Schwanier. And they, they, they brought back Sebastian Brezza, a goalkeeper, um, who, by the way, won the Canadian championship with them in 2021 and was MVP of the tournament. So now maybe we'll see a goal, a goalkeeping battle between him and, and Jonathan Sirwa. But this is a team that doesn't like to spend money. And in fact, the two players they signed in Brezza and another guy that they brought on over as well, Sosa, are from Bologna. Joey Saputo, who is the owner of CF Montreal, is the chairman of that city team, Bologna. So he's just like moving players around that he already owns. Okay. And in soccer, you have three designated player spots. Yeah. They only have one of them filled. So anyway, so they need to fill two DP spots or else this is a team that's doing everything on the cheap. I don't know how that's going to work out. Right. They're hoping for their own money ball situation. Um, as far as Vancouver Whitecaps um, out West, again, this is a team that looked good. This is a team that's the two-time and defending Canadian champions. This is a team that's made the playoffs two of the last three years. But this is also a team that can't figure out if they can afford Richie Larea because his team, Nottingham Forest, wants a huge transfer fee. Yeah. So that's like a right back that they're going to lose. Ryan Gold, who's the only guy really well, and Brian White, who's been scoring goals for them, is in the final deal final year of his deal are they going to resign him um so there's just kind of like a lot of those types of moving parts where they need somebody really to help with um depth attacking depth scoring depth with vancouver because if they don't do that i think they're going to get lost out in the west that's for sure so andy i'm reading about sam kerr one of the best players in the world got an acl injury now and it's right yeah. after the acl acl report came out and I mean, can you explain why it's a problem in the women's game and what are they going to do from here? Yeah, we could have an entire symposium on this. Um, so heading into the Women's World Cup, there were a lot of you know female players who said, we need to look into this because this is now turning into like an epidemic here. And we even lost one of our own, Janine Becky. She was not at the World Cup representing Canada. She had a torn ACL. Two big players as well on women's England team. They went down. And, you know, uh, Alexa Puteas, who's one of the best from Spain, she missed the Euros couple years before that, ACL. So it prompted the players to go to FIF Pro, which is their union, to say, can you look into this? Because this is getting a little ridiculous. So the report uh, was revealed over the holidays. And it's much to kind of what we knew, right? It's increase in travel, increase in play, and increase as well in just playing on pitches that the women obviously are saying, like some of these pitches are not up to standard, right? Okay. And when they're bumpy, when they're not, you know, smooth, when they're not well-groomed, yep. you know, you catch a divot, there you go, sayonara, right? And this is um, this is going to be a challenge because the women's game is exploding. And this is something we also hear in the men's game, by the way, right? Like Jurgen Klopp, who's the head coach of Liverpool, he just lost his mind a couple weeks ago because he's like, there's too many games and I'm losing guys to players. So now the women, though, because they're exploding, they're getting more tournaments. This is what they want, which means they're traveling more. They're crossing time zones, right? They're on planes for a long time. All this kind of stuff is happening. 
their body, whether they realize it or not, is being fatigued. Yes. And the women's game is not as supported as the men's game when it comes to uh, medical staff yet, right? Okay. Like the top of the top physio, top of the top masseuses, all that kind of stuff as well, right? So it's more that rest and recovery that also needs to catch up to the amount of workload that's now increased in the women's game. So what's nice is I think the women have been vindicated and that they're not losing their minds. Studies have proven this is an increase in the women's game. But the other part of it is, well, you're kind of getting what you ask for and that you want to be in more tournaments. You want more games, right? Because the women's game before, guys, let's face it, right? It was slim pickings on tournaments that you played in. The pro game was pretty much like not really existent. Now more and more countries are getting domestic leagues, more tournaments. Like in fact, in February, for the first time ever, CONCACAF, which is the region Canada belongs to, they're playing in a women's gold cup. They've had that on the men's side for years. They've never had that for the women. So all these things are happening, but everything else needs to catch up. The pitches need to be of high quality. Travel, there's only so much you can do about that. But where's your physio? Where are your masseuses? Where is your cold plunge followed by your son? Like all that stuff that needs to be accessible to the women as well that the men have access to to help their bodies be in tip-top shape. But yeah, Sam Kerr, you said it, Terry. This is represents Australia, one of the best strikers in the world, plays for Chelsea, uh, played in the NWSL National Women's Soccer League, hasn't played there in a few years, and is still that league's all-time leading goal scorer. Like, she's incredible. And it just stinks because at the World Cup, which was in Australia this past summer, she was dealing with a calf injury and barely played. She was the face of the tournament and barely played because of this calf injury. And here they are, you know, in training camp in Morocco, warm weather, and then there goes her ACL, right? Like, we can't keep losing these top players. So something needs to be figured out here uh, when it comes to the women's game, that's for sure. Um, The Nike Luna cleats, um, they they like to market it that they prevent knee injuries. Is Is there any actual truth to this? I honestly would have to look at, I mean, what are they referring to? Their studs? Like, is it because I don't, I don't know what that means, right? Like your studs going into the grass, whether you catch a divot or not, I I don't, I don't understand what they're trying to say. Now, maybe there is some sort of physics there that I'm not aware of, because then again, I really hated math and science when I was in school. I'm not going to lie about that guys, but uh, maybe there's something there where it's like, what, what would make them think that would prevent it? Because from what I'm understanding, again, the ACL, it's wear and tear on the body that's happening to the women right now. Yeah. That's never happened before. Um, so to me, that has more to do with recovery than it does having to wearing certain cleats, right? Like I don't really, I'd have to look into that a little bit more, but it's not like in hockey where if you wear, you know, a certain kind of like your neck guard or you have some sort of protection that protects you from a puck or a skate causing that type of injury. But I don't know. I mean, Terry, is there, is there a skate that can almost guarantee it's going to prevent an ACL? Like, I yeah, don't know. I, don't think, I think it's a marketing ploy is what I think. Yeah, I would, I, yeah. If that was the case, wouldn't everybody wear those cleats? Yeah. You know? exactly. I'd be wearing them just walking down the street. <laughs> That's true. Yes. It, yes. You'd be wearing them yeah, all the time. No one would be picking you up, Andy, just like the Jersey. That's a faux pas, right? That's not a good look at all. Um, <laughs> there's, there's a girl wearing cleats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, guys are like, no. 
No thanks. I'm out. <laughs> I, I, I want to. You, you mentioned about uh, Luria and you know what they, you know what they're yeah. looking for uh, from Nottingham Forest. What about the fact that you know they them and Everton were breaching financial rules today? It came out right. Um, is there any way if they allowed him to go for a smaller fee? Does that help it at all? Like what what does that what does that mean for Forest and Everton? Right, a deduction by charges by the Premier League. Uh, they're basically breaching profit and sustainability. rules. You, I mean, well, th- who knows? Maybe it could, but at, these are things that clubs will fight. Like Manchester City, by the way, got hit with a gajillion fines like a year and a half ago yeah. when it came to fair play. And, you know, Pep Guardiola, of course, played dumb. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Some of this stuff may have happened before me. And then they, they appeal. Basically, yeah. they have an appeal process as well. And that's what the clubs could do. So it's not something that I could see to your point where you're like, oh, they got hit with this. Does that mean they have to rectify it immediately? They could fight this for a very long okay. time. Um, and, you know, kind of go down that path. Now, maybe they'll see this as some sort of like, oh, you know what? Don't want to deal with the headache of it. This is a player who's never going to play for us because he really isn't. Uh, and it's really unfortunate because I was one of those people who, when Richie Larea had the chance to move to Europe, I'm like, you take that opportunity. You go. And Nottingham Forest, that they were in the championship, got promoted to the Premier League. And we thought, here we go. We're going to have a Canadian in the Premier League. And they just never played him. They never even put him on the bench. That's what prompted him to come back to Toronto The problem with Toronto FC is they never negotiated a buyback fee. Uh, And that's why Nottingham Forest watched Richie Larea score goals for Toronto, be their best player. So they just went cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. So you want him, that buyback fee suddenly went through the roof. And that's actually what Vancouver, so when Toronto couldn't afford him, he ended up going to Vancouver. And that's what Vancouver said. Vancouver's like, we have no problem making him a designated player. We have the money to bring him on over to Vancouver. Yeah. They can pay him. I think the most they can pay him is maybe around a million, maybe a little bit more as a designated player. They're like, that's not a problem for us. It's the fee that Nottingham Forest wants to release him because technically he's been on loan. So Nottingham may, again, they may fight this and everything is going to stay status quo or they, to your point, might say, you know what, let's relieve ourselves of some stuff. Whatever the deal is, just get rid of this guy. Don't have this on the books. Don't deal with it. But I really don't see that because from a business point of view, they're going to appeal, they're going to fight, and they're going to want as much money as possible. And That's what these clubs do. Yeah, it's interesting that the study talk, because we've got a lot of people texting in, um, uh, sending me this link that has done a, a study on the anterior cruciate ligament. Um, mm. The ACL unknown factors that need investigation. Um, and they're saying that some of it just might be physiology and the difference in the makeup of, of, of hips uh, and the pelvis for men and women and that that might be part of the problem as well. And so it's a uh, it's. Yeah, that, that was something long. And I mean, if, even for you know a long time ago, that's I remember hearing that. So I obviously played soccer for many years, 18 years of age, tore my ACL, had reconstructive knee surgery. Um, and yeah, I'm hippie only like I, I have hips. Yeah. I'm a woman with curves. So, yeah. And I and I remember hearing that. Um, but a lot of these these women are in like prime shape where when I say hippie, they ain't hippie like me. Um, no, no. So it, it's not it's not the leading cause. So Fief Pro, again, launched this massive research and investigation. And of course, of course, physiology, like I'm not even going to sit here and try to deny yeah. that there's a difference between men and women's bodies. But the leading causes were more uh. wear and tear and the fact that 
the women's game is just exploding and they need to figure out how to catch up. And yeah, and to your point, you need people who know how to work on a woman's body. 100%. What works on Terry's that, body that is... when he when he yeah, when he finishes a growler's game isn't the same as working on my body. Yes. No, it, but, <laughs> after I go for a run. And and, and and we're not even saying that jokely. It's funny because we have Grant from Leading Edge Physio and he's talked about it. They've done the studies and they say mm-hmm. one of the biggest mistakes is that they are like, oh well, you know what, you did this tr-. no, no. But the physiology no, one isn't better, they're different. And we, and we have to be able to not be offended by their differences. And so you need to treat them different, right? Like anybody can, it takes two seconds to Google up the difference. Everybody knows that, the, you know, male pelvis, female uh, pelvises are larger and wider than male pelvises, right? They, they have a, yeah. they have a wider, uh, uh, pelvic inlet, I think is the proper term. So, you know, that's just, that's just how it is. That's not a, that's not a knock, not saying one's better than the other. So when, when there's a soreness or a tightness or an injury in one mm. that you probably would have to treat them differently. Thanks, Dr. Gregor. Yeah. No, it's so, no it's so true though, but you, you are right. I mean, the, the, and that, and that is exactly what also the women are arguing is that you need people who are properly trained as well in the women's game in that sense, because the body um, is different. Having said that, yeah, I, I'm not offended because I am never giving up my hips. No. Well, why would you? <laughs> why would you <clears throat> now? But what? <clears throat> but so would you? So then you would never wear a long jersey is what you're telling us. <laughs> I'm hiding all the best parts. Are exactly. you kidding me? I'm not wearing a long jersey. Now, do you wear a, are you a jersey wearer? Do you wear jersey? Have you ever worn jerseys to a sporting event? You know what? At soccer matches, I do. And at hockey match, I can't remember. I was thinking this as you guys were talking about this going to break. I can't remember the last time I went to a hockey game as a fan. That's okay. the other thing. Like, I worked. So Junior B, I covered the Newmarket Hurricanes for years. And, of course, I covered the Toronto Maple Leafs for a thousand years. And now I'm working the Professional Women's Hockey League. I was at that January 1st game. I was working it. Yeah. I can't remember the last time. I went to a hockey game as a fan. God, you haven't had beer so, spilled on you in a long time. You've really missing out. I know. I and you know what? So when I when I used to work for MLSE and I did Leafs TV, we used to do the home games all live from Scotiabank. The amount of fights, the amount of drunk people, <laughs> the amount of so I had the massive window there. I don't know if anyone's ever been to um, Scotiabank. There's you know MLS MLSE yeah. Square, right? You would see it all when the Leafs and Raptors were in the playoffs. So that's where our studio was. Massive window overlooking the square. The amount of drunks who would take their shirts off and press their bodies up against it. Uh, the amount of times I've been mooned. And then so one night oh, yeah. I used to do like I used uh, to do Leafs and Raptors. So one night after a Leafs game, this guy dropped his pants, stuck his butt right up against the window, mooned me. The next night at a Raptors game, another guy went up against the window, knocked on it and started kissing the window. At me, and I'm like, if you only knew what was up against oh. that window last night, buddy. Oh, if gross. you only oh. knew, oh. it was all gas. So gas. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> I have stories for days on that. Oh kind of my stuff. god, yeah, I could. Was he wearing a jersey? <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's exactly what it was. That See? stupid jersey on. <laughs> there, there you go. Kind of there you go. I love it, Andy. Thanks so much for this. Uh, we'll chat with you next week. Have a good one. Bye, guys. That's uh, Andy Patrillo yeah. from uh, CBC and uh, One Soccer, also, of course, from the uh, PWHL. Uh, Gregor and uh, Ryan will come back. Uh, we're going to hear Glenn Gollison spoke today uh, because uh, the head coach was uh, had some meetings that he needed to attend. Uh, talking about the power play, some interesting thoughts from uh, Gollison on the Oilers' power play. They won 10 in a row. They won 18 to 21.
right? But their power play, which of course been historically great by their standards, is a little bit low. And Galdson addressed some of the areas that you know, small little things. He's not concerned about it, but why the difference? So we'll get to that. Uh, Darnell Nurse and more on the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 435, Jason Gregor, Terry Ryan, Connor Halley with you on Sports 1440. A busy sporting afternoon because of Martin Luther King Day uh, down uh, south of the border. Uh, Sabres blank the Sharks 3-0. Bruins shut out the Devils 3-0. Pittsburgh shuts out the Kraken 3-0. Columbus bleat uh, Vancouver in a shootout 4-3. Panthers lose to the Ducks in overtime 5-4. And uh, the LA Kings... A big win to uh, stop the bleeding for the Kings as uh, they defeat the Hurricanes 5-2. to two. And uh, Vegas uh, just underway, uh, taking on the Nashville Predators. So we'll uh, we'll get to uh, all of that. Uh, we've got a few uh, other texts coming in at uh, 833-401-1440. Uh, hey, Gregor, how do I uh, help out Bronte in the uh, GoFundMe? Uh, the easiest way, just go to Sports1440. It's right on our website. It's very easy to find. Sports1440.ca. It's right on the front page. You can't miss it. It's the, it's the GoFundMe to uh, help out Robin. Uh, his... Uh, is his wife and and young son and uh you know what uh, they could really use your help uh right now it's uh, obviously Robin if you if you're just joining us uh he normally joins us Monday and Thursdays uh Robin passed away last Thursday unexpectedly from uh, a massive heart attack uh, early in the morning and uh leaves uh, his wife Annalyn and uh, young son uh, well not, well yeah he's young he's, he's in uh, he's in high school so he's not he's not a child but uh you know still uh, at an age where he's going to miss his dad a lot so um, to uh, to help them uh, navigate the uh, the rough waters moving forward, uh, funeral expenses, lots of other stuff like that. Um, you know, we we've set up a GoFundMe, and uh, the response has been amazing. So uh, we'd love to keep it going. Uh, you know, we'll mention that all week long here on the show. So uh, we would love to, uh, to to reach our goal about third way there already, which is awesome. Already up to I think uh, just just under a third of the way there, but it's uh, still fantastic. So uh, thanks everybody so much who have uh, you know. And the great part is I see ten dollar donations, twenty dollar donations, thirty, you know, fifty. We've had some real generous people with a thousand, which is awesome. But uh, it all adds up, man. It all adds up uh, the small donations to help out uh, uh, the Brownlee family. So um, we uh, we truly appreciate it, and I know that uh, for many of you listening, read them for uh, for decades here in town. So if uh, if you feel inclined, uh, please do so. Now, um, uh, some text to uh, to get to. Hey guys, I know TR is playing, so maybe he doesn't have time. But I'm curious uh, what he thought about the uh, the uh, the Montreal game and just Edmonton's ability now to to really limit teams in scoring chances. Uh, Gregor, I think you said it was seven games where they haven't given up uh, at least three goals. Uh, it's actually eight, only four time in franchise history, eight consecutive games for the Oilers where they haven't given up more than two goals in a game. So it's pretty impressive. But uh, like TR, this this winning isn't like I know they've won eighteen to twenty one, right? But the the way they're winning games to me is sustainable, right? I'm, they're not obviously going to win every game, right? Um, you know, but the way they're playing overall, to me, they're going to win them. They're going to win way more than they lose here down the stretch. And fortunately for them, a lot of teams around them are crumbling. And honestly, I rethought it. I, I I'm not gonna. This is not like a hot take, of course, but I don't know if they're. I, I think they might be the favorite. I don't know. Like, and uh, uh, to win the cup, I can just see it. I can see it happening. It's coming together. They're on. A, they're on fire. But like, they're they're not fluking out any of these wins, right? Like, they're really. They, they, after that start, we don't need to dwell on that. We don't need to talk about that. But 
I, I do need to refer, refer to it because that was this season. Like, that happened. And after that, they've come back like no other comeback ever. I don't know what the analytics are on that, but I've never seen a team flounder at the beginning and come back like this. And even when they were floundering, we could see that they were a little better than that. But, you know, whatever, whatever you know, they've really, really turned it on. They're playing solid. Yeah, you might have the power play might be down. There's always going to be parts of the game that you need to work on. But honestly, they're my cup contender right now. I, I, or sorry, they're my cup favorite right now. And I know that's not what you asked, but I don't know. What do you think, Jason? They won 18 of 21. They're surging. And they have some of or two of, for sure, the best players in the world who are absolutely hungry for victory. I mean, I think that adds up to uh, a good bet. Yeah, and the, and the other thing is I want to get to this, Terry. When I look at the makeup of their team, and when I see you know, Colorado and I look at Tampa and I look at Vegas, you know, depth up and down your lineup matters. And I still think the orders want to upgrade their fourth line. The coach, you know what, like they're playing them four or five minutes a night. It's not enough. Right. And I don't think that's a massive area. Like obviously Corey Perry, I can say this without question that the orders are interested, right? They've reached out, yeah. they've had, but so have other teams. Right. And, and the truth is that, you know, this will be a family decision. And you know what, for some people that, you know, they look at Edmonton and they've never been here and they're like, Oh geez, it's cool. Like obviously this week is not the best time to be signing a free agent when it's minus 40. I get it because you know what, the, the wife and kids are around town way more than the player is. That's just a fact, right? You're on the road half of the time. So I, I think people have to keep that in mind that that's going to be part of the conversation because it's going to be a family decision, not just Corey Perry. Like, you know what, they look and say, okay, well, Edmonton's really good, but geez, what if, you know, I use Toronto, for instance, or Colorado or other teams, and they'll say, well, geez, you know what? Maybe I like that city better for whatever reason. So those are going to be factors, but I can tell you Edmonton is definitely in on it because it costs you nothing, right? He's not going to cost you a lot. You don't have to give up any assets. And it would basically, you know, it's like a perfect free agent signing at the, at the deadline. But uh, I think Edmonton, I could see at least two acquisitions in their bottom uh, bottom six, Terry, for sure. Maybe three. Well. Yeah, and that that would certainly help, and that would really like that would solidify any doubts that I had. But I think now, and you talk about people wanting to go, and 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 yeah, cold is hard, but right now is the best possible time for the Oilers to get guys like that because if it's me and I'm a player, I mean, I know it's nice to have palm trees around, but I want to go to a contender with yes. it's a privilege to play with those with the players on their team. There's multiple Hall of Famers over there. And, you know, again, I hate to always be bringing up McDavid and Drysdale, but if, Drysdale, but if I'm a player, though, oh. that's really going to draw me. That's really, really, really going to draw me there. And I'm telling you from a player's perspective, I talk to a lot back in the day, now, whatever we all – and people generally like Edmonton. Oh, like it's, God, it's, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a great spot. I mean, I, it's no probably surprise to you, but, you know, a lot of people listening probably don't know what goes on in locker rooms and things, and I wouldn't say it about teams that, you know, because I, I know I'm not here to be negative, but I'm just telling you, Edmonton, for the most part, like the only real drawback would be the cold. But, you know, that happens. It's wintertime, and mo most hockey players are used to that to some degree, whether they grew up in it or, I mean, they play in the league. Uh, but I really, I mean, I mean, it's a great vibe there. I love it. That's why I'm telling you, I used to go out and practice with the U U University of Alberta. I chose to spend a lot of time in Edmonton over the years, and not because of a job or anything. I, I, I really enjoy it. They're, they're knowledgeable hockey fans that, you know, they're, they're blue-collar. They, they, they love to, you know, sit, have a beer or coffee or whatever they're into and talk about hockey, and not in that pretentious kind of um, – 
overwhelming, overbearing. I hate to bring up the Dallas Cowboys, but those fans kind of thing, kind of, you know, I mean, whatever, Dallas fan. I got nothing against them, but they tend to be pretentious here and there. But Edmonton seems to have a knowledgeable fan base, and they support not just NHL hockey, but all hockey. You know, and I, I think as a hockey player, that's addictive. They're, they're, it's magnetic almost. And, and for me, I would love to be right now, you know, in my prime and with a chance to play there because uh, I think there's way more pros than cons. Oh, 100%. I talked uh, to uh, Matthias Ekholm today, and uh, he's like, well, I haven't had this cold in a while. But he says, you know what, I'll still take it over because he goes, it's only going to be short-lived. Uh, you know what, the summertime's in Nashville where it's humid every day, all day. Like, there's no reprieve. We know the cold snap sucks. We've all lived through it. It's a week. Maybe it stretches to two the odd year and after that. And the good news is the trade deadline's March 8th. By March 8th, man, usually the the bad, the worst weather's gone anyway. So you, you get in there, you get into Edmonton in May. Are you kidding me in the playoff time? You're loving it. If you wanted to, you'd come to game game in shorts if you really want to. Cause, uh, and it's light out. And if you're a golfer, you're like, what? I got a day off. I can tee off at six o'clock. This is unbelievable. So there's definitely uh, lots of pros. Um, you know, I, I think there are some cons for people who maybe aren't from there. I get it right with young family and kids. So there's, you know, you got to weigh all that. But I can tell you, Edmonton is looking to upgrade their bottom, uh, six. No question, uh, about it. And, uh, you know, I, I could see two moves. Uh, Dylan Holloway, I think, as a recall, is going to be considered one. So, And I still could see two on top of him, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think that's how... Uh that's how busy they're going to be, no question. Uh, we will we will get to uh, Glenn Galtson uh, in the uh, 5 o'clock hour today, but uh, we'll get to five questions and spec Kevin Woodley and more on the Gregor Show with Terry Ryan, Connor Halley. We are live in the Ewell studio, E-W-E-L dot C-A, your local electrical wholesale. Anything you need, they have it all, and including storage space. So you have a project that's been delayed, and you're like, oh, my God, I don't have any place to store stuff. They'll help you out, E-W-E-L dot C-A. Jason Greger, Terry Ryan, Connor Halley with you on a Monday afternoon. Good news. Those of you listening in the uh, capital region, you have made it through the worst. The uh, the coldest days are behind us as I, uh, I look uh, right now online. And it's it's a slow process, but it's uh, I don't see like lows are going to be like minus 25 and stuff uh, minus 27 tomorrow then it's minus 25 minus 13 then we get to the weekend and like highs of minus 11 lows of minus 13 that's like balmy weather by the by late the month but saying uh this long range forecast by the 25th it'll be back to zero as a high of the day oh great so uh just you know what if we can get to friday then you're fine Right, slowly, Friday high is uh, minus 15. Man, after being minus, highs of minus 30, lows of minus 40, nothing, nothing. The ODRs will be humming. They will be humming. Let's get to uh, Saint Question. Five questions brought to you by The Brick. Stop in right now where you can save massive on uh, anything you want. $1,700 off furniture and mattresses reclining sofas are up to $1,700 oh the reclining sofa baby nothing better right now at the brick and the brick.com it's time for five questions on the Jason Greger show all right guys question number one the Oilers win streak currently sitting at 10 games when do you think it will end 
Guys, I don't know who they're playing the next few games. Toronto but, uh, on uh, t- tomorrow, Toronto, Seattle, Thursday, Calgary is Saturday, and then they have uh, Chicago, Columbus, and Nashville next week. Whew. Uh, screw it. I'm going to be bold. I think it's going to end at 17 games. So they're going to go, and then they'll lose to Nashville. Oh, no. You're going to say they're going to rent and win out, and then they'll lose in Vegas to come out of the break. All right. Yeah, I, and it's not so much saying Vegas. I'm just feeling that they got another little bit of a run in them, and they're on a roll. And the next two, I think, are going to be the toughest tests, but I still think they're going to win them. Yeah, well... It's a good one. It's a really good question, Connor, because I, I was thinking about it. And first of all, I'm just going to say this on record. I don't believe in jinxes. I don't believe in curses. So uh, what I say today has zero impact on when they lose. So um, as we uh, heard earlier, I was very confident when I thought they'd win. And I don't believe in reverse curses. I thought they'd beat Montreal. I thought they'd beat Chicago. There's lots of other teams. And they've won. I'm going to say, I don't know, there's something about that Calgary game that annoys me. I could see it being like an overtime loss. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. Like, I, honestly, th- this week, like them sweeping next week, Columbus, Chicago, Nashville, pff, no brainer to me. They beat the Preds for fun. But I don't know. There's something about Calgary. God, I hope I'm wrong. Like, if there's one game I want them to win, it's that, like, I can't stand Calgary. I don't cheer for the orders, but I hate Calgary. So. Question number two. Oh, we're getting lots of afternoon hockey with it being Martin Luther King Jr. Day down in the States. Uh, for you selfishly, and maybe TR for you as a player as well, what was your favorite time to watch a game? Go ahead, Jay. Um, well, for me, I, you know what? I'll be honest. I love the afternoons. Well, I guess it depends on my stage of life. Now, 5 o'clock's great because my son can watch the whole game with me. He likes that. But I also liked it was on party night. I was like, oh, man, that was like a primer, right? Uh, it was a Saturday night. You go out with your buddies. You you know, you watch the game. You have a few bevies, especially if it was a road game and I didn't have to go to the game. And then, boom, you're like, okay, now we could, you know, we could play a few rounds of poker if we wanted to go right out. It was great. So uh, I love the Saturday 5 o'clock. Um, as a player, believe it or not, I like the afternoon games on the Sunday. Um, but when I'm watching, to be quite honest with you, I mean, I get together the most to watch on a Friday or Saturday night um, with with Pete just because we're probably going to get together those nights anyway, and it's nice to have a hockey game on. But I never really, really watch it uh, closely. And you know what I really like? Waking up and, and, and like when the tournament was overseas there, the World Junior, I like waking up and watching a game like in the morning or at noon, and the rare occasion it happens. Uh, yeah, that's what I enjoy. Question number three. Uh, the LA Kings victorious today, scoring four goals in the third period to beat the Hurricanes 5-2. Golden Knights right now do lead after 20 minutes over the Preds 1-0, but both teams right now struggling. Uh, which team do you think will turn it around quicker? Who do I think? I think the Golden Knights are going to turn it around quicker. What do you think, Jason? Well, the Jack Eichel injury is intriguing, but they also get Aiden Hill back. And... Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question, man, because like both, neither team should be as bad as they've been here lately, but it's beneficial to Edmonton because now Edmonton's right caught up, and so it'll be a good race for uh, for second place. But I will, I'm going to go with L.A. because they're healthier. All right, question number four for you guys of the Dallas Cowboys. The last three years 
have finished 12-5. and five. They only have one playoff win. Do you think they need to make a change at head coach with Mike McCarthy and then a second parter if Nick Sirianni loses tonight? Do you think the Eagles would look to make a change? Well, man, Sirianni, like, he's won a lot of games. So I, I, I don't know if head coaching, when I look at their losses down the stretch, I don't know if I look and say, wow, the play calling has just been atrocious all the time. Like, they've been losing the battles in the trenches. Now, uh, did they suddenly just get old there? That, that to me, is the concern. Now, I think they're going to beat the Bucks, But if they lose, do teams overreact in the NFL? Oh, yes, they do. But you know what? Before I overreacted, I would take a step back and be like, hmm, which team is always competitive? The Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, they don't win every year because no one wins every year. But they're competitive all the time. And they do not just change coaches willy-nilly because we have one or two bad years or we're disappointed because we had a playoff loss. So uh, now I would say I think the Cowboys are different. I don't I, Mike McCarthy's play calling's awful. I would get rid of him. I'm sorry. I don't think you're ever going to win with him. Just my opinion. But uh, Sirianni, I would I would not be um, be quick to move away from him. Yeah, I, I really I think it's a problem in all sports. I think coaches have these short leashes that doesn't always make the most logical sense so will the nfl no matter what team it is when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue nile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Consider it probably, but I think it's an overreaction. Um, Just side note, have you heard anything? Again, I didn't see anything, and, and I'm just realizing now what's playing out. Is there any any word at all that Belichick might go to Dallas or no? Well, there. Hey, trust me. The the speculation and the rumors is is huge about that. You know, the uh, the Chargers. I know, of course, are uh, are interviewing Harbaugh. Um, or have interviewed Harbaugh already. Okay. So okay. there was talk, but yeah, a lot of people think now that the, the Cowboys. You know, Jerry Jones said he hasn't thought about it yet. Well, of course, because they just lost. But we know Jerry Jones. Uh, we know how impatient he is. We know how impulsive he is. It wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't be shocking to me. Wow. Be something. A final question for you guys. Uh, I'll say it. TR, the story yesterday was one of my favorites. I thought your uh, 
post-game presser was unbelievable. Got goosebumps listening to you talk there. So when you think of the feel-good stories in sports, uh, what is one that stands out to you as one of your favorites? Thank you, Connor. Um, appreciate that. Well, that season Lemieux had in 91, 92, or 92, 93, but I talk about that all the time. The next two on my list, I think my favorite sports moment, if you're going to talk moment, Kirk Gibson, they're going for the pennant, I believe 1988, and it's Dennis Eckersley pitching. You got Hall of Famer on Hall of Famer. It's Oakland at Los Angeles. Kirk Gibson was out with two blown medial collaterals, and Tommy Lasorda, I believe, put him in for a pinch hit late in the game, and it was grasping at something because he never should have been at bat. It's a long at bat. It's three and two for a while. There might have been 10 or 11 pitches, and he finally hits one that just goes over the wall, and he could only swing with his arms. He willed it out of the park, and he could barely get around the bases. That's one of my favorite moments. And second, over longevity, it would be Jim Abbott, the one-armed pitcher. <clears throat> yeah, that's actually a really good one. Um, he was uh, he was he was so inspired, man. It was, it was a I can't remember. It was a perfect game or a one hitter or no hitter? Well, he pitched one of the two, and I can't remember which one. But that's uh, outstanding. Um, I uh, I'm gonna go. Um, you know what? I, I'm gonna go with just because in honor of of, T, of TR. Now it's a little bit different because of course. Um, you know, TR had played uh, before at the at the higher level, but I'm going uh, Vince Papali, invincible Connor Halley. It's one of my uh, it's one of the great uh, stories, a true story about him. Uh, for those of you who don't know, you know who Invincible is, don't you? Uh, TR, you seen the movie? No, I haven't. What, buddy? I haven't seen. Well, buddy, you gotta you gotta you should. Watch it with your daughter tonight. I know you like in watching it with films that you watch. I do. It's uh, buddy. It's a. Uh, it's based on uh, Mark Wahlberg stars as Vince Papali, where he makes the Philadelphia Eagles. Just comes out as a walk on in camp, man. It's unreal. I do remember that movie coming out, and I know who Vince Papali is, but I've never seen it oh. ever. And if you're telling me it's a good movie, yes, I'll watch it you tonight. Watch it with Penny Lane. I'm telling you right, especially after what happened. You'll be, she'll be like, "Oh, Dad, this is unreal, right?" It just, it's, uh, it's there's, there's a lot about the the story. Um, you know what? Uh, you know, there's, there's a little bit of the accent, so you'll relate to that even better. I think it's, you know, it's close to home. So, uh, honestly, I thought that was a great flick. Con, you please, to okay. God, Connor Halley, <laughs> tell me you've seen that movie. Yeah, only about a okay. hundred times. Oh, okay. I, a great soundtrack too, Tr. You'll, you'll like it. Oh yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah oh. it's a good movie. Tr, he's a part-time bartender, right up your alley. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We, we got a lot in common. And by the way, Connor, I, I appreciate you plugging me there. But what would be your favorite outside of that? Okay, feel good moments. Uh, one in town here. I think a lot of people can agree. Uh, ben Stelter oh, getting yes. out there. Very good uh, man, he always he fired the crowd up. Always feeling good. And uh, Eric Berry, I will say, even though he played for the Kansas City Chiefs, he was diagnosed with cancer, sat out an entire year. He came back and played. Uh, I love seeing those stories. So I'll say yeah. Eric Berry. Oh, that's a good one, man. Great, great answer. Yeah, all, 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 everything that we've said in this segment uh, gives me goosebumps. Tr. 
Hope uh, I hope you uh, toast one uh, tonight to yourself. Uh, I had a lot of people uh, inspired by uh, your decision yesterday to play and uh, and live up to it and have some fun. And uh, we will talk to you on Thursday. Uh, of course, uh, we'll set up the orders taking on the Seattle Kraken. They got the uh, buds tomorrow night. But uh, have a good evening. Uh, have a good cell. Did you have like a post game celebratory meal? Uh, yeah, I went over to uh, Greensleeves, my watering hole. Anyway, a lot of the hockey players hang out there. And, um, yeah, we, we ordered some appetizers. It wasn't like a meal, but it was a bunch of appetizers over some stories and beers. It was great. It was exactly what I wanted. Okay, perfect. Well, awesome, TR. We will, uh, we will chat with you on Thursday. Thank you again. Thank you, Edmonton. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, Jason. I will see you guys again soon. That is uh, Terry Ryan, our Monday and Thursday co-host, uh, former member of the Newfoundland Growlers. I guess that's what we'll have to yeah, – although I guess he could play again, right? He's signed now. He could play another game. So I shouldn't say former just yet. Current, maybe, would be more apt. Uh, when we come back, Mark Spector will join us. It's the Jason Greger Show on uh, Sports 1440. Brought to you by Douglas Mattresses, named Canada's best mattress on Canadian living. Loved by more than 200,000 Canadians and over 10,000 five-star reviews. Go to douglas.ca slash Nation. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.